On this episode of The View, there's a whole lot going on in the market. Unplanned plant outages are causing global supply issues and price increases on a few key products. Destocking seems to be over and demand is on the rise for raw materials. A bankruptcy in the freight world is causing almost 20% of U.S. capacity to go out. Stay tuned for all this and more on the View from Jamestown podcast edition. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the View from Jamestown podcast edition. This is episode 94. This is the August 2023 edition. And once again, I think we're setting a record for the most number of times having everybody here uh, with the full gang. We have TCC President Rob Roach. Inside Sales Manager Nicole Greenberg, VP of Sales AJ Pacharka, and Latin American Operations Manager Javier Fernandez. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How are y'all doing? Excellent. Very Excellent. good. Fantastic. Uh, having a good summer. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Things are good. Yeah. All good? Yeah, for the mm. most part. Yeah. Yeah, business not that well, but <laughs> 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 everything else is good. Though. Everything else is good, you know. Having a good time. Having a good time. Summer's going too quick. It's slipping away. Yeah, it is. I think the kids go back in what two weeks? Two weeks, something like that. Yeah, crazy, crazy. Summer seems to get shorter and shorter. Down every south, year. they're already back. Yeah, they're already yeah. back in school. Yeah, down yeah. south. Yeah. Too bad for them. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> yeah. They get out earlier. You know, they go back earlier. I think it all equals the same amount of days. That you know. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I don't get snow days. We, we <laughs> That's get, true. We, oh, I guess we don't get snow days anymore either, right? With uh, I think it depends on the learning and whatever it's called. Uh, yeah, I think it depends. I mean, the the school, the grade, whatever it is, you know. But yeah, yeah, they figured that one out. Yeah, right. Just, just work from home today, you know, right. whatever. So, right. not too many snow days anymore. They don't have that problem. Um. Yeah, it's mid August. Um. How's the uh, How's the cold plunging going? Are we still are We still cold plunging? I'm still cold plunging. Yes, yeah. I did. I cold plunged this morning. Yeah. Um. Six minutes. Uh. I fixed the filter so it's actually at 37 degrees all the time now. I had jammed up the filter with walking out there barefoot and bringing like crumbs and oh. stuff, you know, like uh, stuff. But anyway, so now it's a true 37 degrees. It's brutal. Oh. I mean, it is <laughs> sounds freaking brutal. brutal. I have to keep my toes and fingers out. And uh, yeah, six minutes. It's it's chill. It's good. Yeah. And a good playlist it is good. going? Yeah, I recommend yeah. it. I, I recommend I, I've it. been getting uh, on, on, on online uh, about since we talked about it. I, I, get, I get all <laughs> the phones are listening <laughs> to us. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. I've been getting like po- all po- the Insta- por- portable uh, polar plunges. Yep. yep. All right. the Instagram ads. trigger yet? <laughs> not yet, not yet. <laughs> I watched, I saw a thing about the spike in serotonin that it gives you. It's like yeah. unmatched to anything else that you can do is, is the cold plunge. It's It's supposed to be insane. I think how it works is you're such shock. You're not thinking about anything for a minute. Like you're not right. like grinding on, you know, chemicals not selling for a minute, you know? So you're like, oh, so at least it like clears your brain, yeah. you know, like, but it takes a couple of minutes and you get used to it. And by the end, you're like, I don't want to get out. This feels really, really good. Um, but no, it's going well. I like it. Which is all fun and games in August. We're going to have, yes. this, we're gonna have yeah. this conversation in February. I was thinking about that. Yeah, I was thinking about that because I keep my, my house at 64 degrees. Yeah. Yep. And so I'll go in after I cold plunge and I'll be like, yeah, right. you know, this is brutal. <laughs> Turn the heat up, you yeah. know. And uh, well, when it's 25 degrees outside and you get in 36 degree water, it's like it'd be like a hot tub, it's, yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's right? warm. Yeah, then you just have to go down to the to the launch ramp and, and go in the water, yeah. you don't have to go out back and go right. in the cold plunge <laughs> tank. But right. but it's going all right, it's a uh, it's it's you know, like, like you said, it's it's good for summer. I don't know how I'll be doing it in the winter, yeah. time, but <laughs> stay tuned. 
Um, well, it's, it's mid-August. Um, it's actually, I think, kind of been an interesting week or two. I feel like we've been talking a bunch about, you know, maybe demand improving a little bit, business improving a little bit. We've actually seen some price increase letters for the first time this month in uh, what feels like a very long time. Um, felt like a long time where our emails were getting filled up with PDFs of price increase letters, and that's obviously stopped largely for the most part for uh, the course of the year. So it's been, a, I feel like it's been an interesting week or two. Yeah, I'd say um, there's definitely been an uptick because of problems on the supply side. So it's 100% the supply side. It's not the demand side picking up. Did my international day yesterday, spoke to people all over the place and outside of USA. Uh, Europeans are saying uh, things are really, really bad there. Uh, People are running out of money. Um, Plants are going to shut down because of high cost. Um, also a reminder that last year was a very warm winter. So if that doesn't happen this year, you've already seen energy costs move up tremendously. Brent's at 85. So there's some real concern there. Um, and they've, they're sort of in that mode of increasing interest rates too. So things are really, really slow there, but people feel that maybe September might be a little uptick because there's been such poor demand and then uh, vacations and holidays for, for summer, and there might be a, a mild uptick. And then over in China, Asia, most of the business that's within Asia has spread out throughout the rest of China, you know, Vietnam, Philippines, um, Indonesia, etc. A lot of that's gone out of China. China's also in very much in dire straits. They're in, um, you know, deflation. Uh, things are extremely cheap there, but nobody's buying. And um, the whole... China economy in terms of keeping people happy and having retirement and having was was based on um, real estate and real estate got more and more and more expensive and people just simply couldn't afford it and they would give loans and the loans would pay interest and that whole cyclical that whole cycle has kind of broke down where people are now not buying real estate and they're paying down their debt and also the cap on foreign investment you know has really really hurt them Finally, unemployment is really, really bad, especially young people in China, up, upwards of 20%. Just this morning in the Wall Street Journal, they said they're not reporting unemployment for people in their 20s anymore because it's gotten so high. Hmm. So things are really bad in China, and we're seeing extremely low prices, but you still have a tariff. We're going to talk a little bit about the tariff exemptions, but there's still tariffs in place. Um, so we're, I, you know, I think that we're going to go into a phase we've been talking a lot about the last, you know, year really, which is um, rationalization. You're going to see plants shutting down and inability to produce. And that could have some impact on on the first half of next year, I'd say. Yeah. My first reaction to that is I'm impressed you got anybody on the phone in Europe. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. August 15th. <laughs> yeah. I did. Believe it or not. Yes, Amazing. I did. Yeah. Um, we did the rounds in Europe yesterday and... Um, well, they just like talking to me. I think they were on vacation, <laughs> but they were happy to take my call. <laughs> yeah, when you can get somebody on the phone while they're on vacation, that's how you know you're, yeah. you're doing, doing a good job. Everybody's um, looking forward to EPCA, yeah. you know, in Vienna coming up, so. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's interesting. that I think that all kind of mirrors a lot of the recent, you know, we've seen the chemical industry announcing their Q2 results, and I think it was Steve Friedewald yesterday, the day before, sent kind of a good summary of what everybody said, and seems like everyone kind of agrees with a lot of that. It's everyone's down 10 to 25%. Some people even more, you know, I think people agree Europe's in a recession. China economy is not picking up as much as people would like to. And, you know, I think people expect things to be mostly flat 
10 this year and are already kind of looking to next year for stuff to improve. So it's interesting with every different business that reports earnings and their two cents on stuff. It seems like that was kind of a consensus. I thought it was shocking. Some of them. I mean, one of them was down 92%. Did you see that? <laughs> yeah, 92%. I thought it was a typo. <laughs> I did too. I was like, there's no way. What? 92%? Yeah. Oh, wow. And that was revenues, I think. Wasn't it revenues or was that? EBITDA. 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 Yeah. Oh my gosh. Wow. And that particular company was very, very heavily weighted towards China. Yeah. You know, that'll tell you something, you yeah. know, so you, you can't put all your eggs in one basket. Um. And uh, and that's what's happened a lot in the last 20 years, yeah, really. Yeah. Well, speaking of China, obviously, we mentioned it last time and are still keeping an eye on it. Obviously, the tariff exemptions set to expire at the end of the month. Um, you know, there's, I've seen a bunch of articles and a bunch of people pushing to make a decision on those sooner rather than later. Obviously, us, you know, trying to bring stuff in now, it's not going to get here most likely by September 30th. So we're making decisions and kind of guessing if it's going to come in or not. But you mm-hmm. know, obviously, it does nobody any good to extend or not extend two days before. So a lot of articles people trying to push i think legislators to make a decision on that but obviously no update as of now no update as of now that, that we've seen um you know it's like you said in the hands of our legislators who aren't uh known to move uh super nimbly <laughs> yeah. but um you know we'll do the best we can to, to navigate it i think it's probably going to be like we've seen in the past where the exemption uh lapses and then comes back into place where it's going to leave a little gap where yep. we're paying the tariff um, which is messy, of course, right. you know, but that's just what we're what we're dealing with now. Yep. But the tariffs aside, obviously, we've seen low prices out of Asian producers, potentially, you know, material and prices being supplemented to keep plants running and things like that. I think we've seen a bit of that last couple of months as well. Yeah, I think actually we've seen an uptick in a lot of products from China over the last couple of weeks. I think it hit the floor and then kind of bounced back up a little bit. I think I'm hearing Ocean Freight is up a little bit and, um, you know, they were just you know, selling at unsustainable levels at a, at a loss in a lot of cases, you yeah. know, but, um, yeah, it's, um, in even considering the 25% tariff on the products that have that now, it's still, you know, the cheapest cost right. in the world in some cases on, on certain chemistries. Yeah. I was just looking at pricing down to Mexico. I think it was right. And there's some, yeah, some crazy low numbers yeah. on some products and <clears throat> the freight, yeah, it's coming up a little bit, but, but the price of the product itself is very cheap yeah yeah some of those like cfr prices when you even include in the freight it's like that's a, a crazy price that's a crazy price yeah. and even though we're not getting it we're still not getting the order <laughs> <of those prices. laughs> it's, like it's crazy yeah um because it's cheaper elsewhere or because the demand there's just no demand yeah there's like i don't know probably the price is going to be lower in six weeks like i don't know oh, if i'm wow. buying at the right yeah. time i don't know I, yeah it's uncertain uncertainty wow really wow um, yeah, last couple, I guess, couple weeks. You know, we've seen sort of mixed things going on. The stock market, you know, the Dow's up, but the other indicators are down. Consumer spending still seems strong. I think this week, like retailers announce earnings, so we'll hear from Target and Walmart and all that stuff to see how people are spending money. That's obviously a indicator of what's to happen. Obviously, oil and gas, as you mentioned, are trending upwards. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think even oil is up like fifteen percent or something like that over the last thirty days. So things are that that side of things moving up. It's obviously getting more expensive to produce stuff, at least here in the States. I know Europe, you know, gas prices in Europe remain quite high, so they're obviously doing much worse than we are, but obviously we're starting to see production costs in the U.S. starting to come up as well. Well, based on the number of packages on my front porch when I get home after work, we're, we're, spending we're spending, money. yeah, oh yeah the, the kids the kids have jobs this summer. They're getting, like, these mixed boxes where they just, like, they don't know what they're going to get, but they got these, yeah, they get these, like, surprise boxes where it comes in from... From Amazon? 
No, from oh. from from like a clothing company or like a brand. Okay. And they get like mixed and they get all excited and they open it up and my wife's buying everything on Amazon, I guess. I <laughs> she's, so yeah, consumer, you know, the the retail's going. You consumer know. spending in the Roach House. <laughs> the Roach House is uh, <laughs> through the roof. Solely. You know, I wonder how much of it is just it's just so easy. Yeah. You know, I don't care if you want I don't know. Uh, blue rubber bands you can find them yeah, you know right what i mean like you, you're just like I, I want blue rubber bands boom you got them yep. Yep. so it's a, it's a lot of ease um people are spending money um and uh but we're definitely seeing things you know getting more expensive again yeah. you know like specifically fuel uh you're going to talk to logistics company fuel surcharges have come up you know uh opec and russia both cut production rates several months ago we beat that $80 threshold about two, three weeks ago, yep. and it stayed above that now, 83, 85. The stock market is scary right now because it's been so propped up on AI. All the big tech giants are trillions of dollars in value uh, where everything else has kind of been left behind. You know, we're in the materials group, industrial, that's really kind of lagged. Um, you know, even things like Electric cars, which are such a rage, those have lagged, you know, Tesla, Neo, all these big electric car companies, Ford stopped making electric cars, they've gone to hybrid. Um, so, you know, a lot of these trends that were really propping it up have kind of deflated a little bit and we'll see how we're going to have to get back to basics of what are earnings and things like that. So, yep. um, but yeah, I mean, it's, we're, we're getting into a different season now so you're going to see some of our different products start picking up like methanol um glycol things like that and some of that's gotten really impacted by the yeah. demand in china europe etc so like methanol is flooded right now i mean yeah. on the gulf it's 70 cents a gallon the real big discrepancy between published prices and what it is available on spot we're seeing that a lot in a lot of products so yep. um, glycol is being impacted by the dow fire the dow explosion eo production so glycol is having a little bit of a ramp up here and you're going to see demand for eg deg meg teg coming up in the winter time in the in the fall so some of that stuff will pick up um so yeah i, I guess I, I got off base a little bit there so what was the <laughs> no but obviously like you you get in a you know now people are traveling doing whatnot and if consumer spending is still high now you're obviously going to come into a time with the holidays and whatnot people are spending money so it's nothing but you know i think positive outlook for spending money on stuff and you know the economy moving and people buying things because you're obviously now's the season when people aren't doing that and if that is still happening you know it's going to keep happening yeah i definitely seen uh very similar to last year a lot of people out and about enjoying the yeah. summer yep. there's no doubt about it there's still some people working from home so they're out yep. you know golfing in the <laughs> restaurants during yeah. the week yep. um you airports know airports are packed Airports, Airports are, packed. are packed, you know, um, but I've heard little cracks and things where some people, some rental people are saying things are slowing up, you know, things like that. So I think there might be a little reality sinking back into the uh, American economy. I saw an article yesterday that like, bars in New York City are changing happy hours from Fridays to like Wednesdays and Thursdays because people do this like hybrid work thing where they're in the office Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So if you go to the office on Wednesday... You're gonna have drinks after work on a Wednesday with your coworkers. You're not gonna leave your house on Friday to go have happy hour. So everyone's everyone's moving like the happy hour days. Around. I was like, it makes sense, I guess. You gotta you gotta adapt. Yeah, on Friday I was reading about those types of things where Fridays and Mondays are dead. And Friday we were all here. We were working. We had a barbecue. Yeah. I mean, like we did a whole day. Yeah. It was a busy on day. Friday, a busy yeah, Friday. Where everybody, yeah. 
everybody's at home. You know, yeah. like we had a very busy <laughs> Friday and, you know, Monday we came in bright and early and with, you know, Sunday scaries or not, we were here Monday morning. So I, you know, I don't <laughs> get this whole thing, but. Which I've always, I, I like our Friday meetings. Like I thought to some people like, oh yeah, we have a, you know, two hour office meeting and a two hour conference call on Friday. And they're like, wow, that's terrible. I'm like, oh, I, I kind of like it. Like it's, <laughs> yeah. it's a good way to end the week. Like you summarize everything going on. We like, have fun. I, I could imagine know? doing it on a different day, I think. Yeah, we, yeah. Mix, we mix it up. It's not. Yeah. It's, Every so often, but it, it, so often throws, some, it throws a wrench in everyone's routine. Yeah, I, I think I, when I, we. I think they're cool. I, I, I like, like them. I, yeah, I like the I Fridays. I feel bad when I miss them. You know, I kind of feel bad. I feel like I, I get a formal. Yeah. We're, yeah. we're a community, you know what yeah. I mean? We're, we're, you know, we're a community and we get together on Fridays and it's, it's not stressful. We we have a good time. Oh, Everybody, you know, gets to talk and sometimes we get distracted and that's fun. You know, yeah. we talk yeah. about crazy things. That's fine. Rob yeah. comes with his puppy and the puppy sits in his arm like this. Yeah, yeah we have dogs. Dogs are allowed. You, you know, a new puppy next time. I will. Next I will. Next I'll bring you the puppy. Um, off base is story time for you. So historically, we buy everything at Costco. AJ loves Costco. So we, we buy things in bulk at Costco, you know, paper towels, things like this. So we haven't been to Costco in a long time. So we ran out of napkins. You know, we, Abby's parents came over, like we had no napkins at the house. So I bought them on Amazon. We've been buying them at Costco. You get a lifetime supply of napkins, you get 18,000 napkins or whatever, and it's $29. I bought a single thing of 200 napkins. It came like this in a box like this. And it was $3.48 delivered to my house on Amazon. I don't know how anybody makes any money delivering me 200 napkins for $3.48, but I just, I'm not going to buy them at Costco anymore. Sorry, Costco. <laughs> I, I told you it's not that great of a deal. I've been telling you for years. AJ's eyes just lit up. He's like, this yeah. is the moment. Like we, we literally just didn't, we used, we took paper towels and folded them in half because we hadn't been to Costco and had no napkins. I'm like, this is, this is $3.48. Like, I don't know. I don't oh, know how anyone makes some money. I don't know how EPS makes money. I don't know how Amazon makes money. I don't know how. And the program overnight. Yeah. yeah, yeah the next day. Yeah. <laughs> makes no sense to me. I don't know what the moral of that story was, but I thought it was like you talk about like consumer spending and buying stuff online. Like it's it's crazy. It's so easy. Yeah. It's so easy that you just do it. You know, right? The click of a you, button. You didn't even you, you didn't even shop around. You just say I want Amazon yeah. and overnight it's my account is there, my my card is there. It's, yeah. it's just the convenience. And but, I can have it delivered automatically once and, a month and, for and three twenty. That applies to that applies to us when I was saying getting the computer. You know, yeah, it's there. You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't give our secrets away. No, 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 no. That's a trade secret. Trade no. secret. <laughs> Proprietary information. Proprietary information. <laughs> <laughs> this is public facing here. <laughs> Cue the napkin ads on our. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I know. Right. Right. They're constantly listening to us. Um. Well, Javi, while you're giving while you're giving away all of our secrets, <laughs> how are uh, how are things going in uh, in your neck of the woods? Well, uh, I, and I don't mean Frenchtown land. I mean Latin. Yeah. Well, I I talked to many people. I, I, yeah, last week I was on a rampage. I was yeah. I, I was I was telling AJ. I was, I was calling and, and reaching out. And just see what's up. What's going on? Like tell me. And and I heard we we, we call that working. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, okay, I was working last week. <laughs> I put my hours, and uh, I heard that uh, uh, Brazil has a, a, a spending, not spending, the cost of money, it's 13.5% a, a year, and the, 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 they have hit the lowest imports in July of 2023, so last month, compared to 2009, so that's bad for Whoa. us. The lowest since 2009. The lowest since wow. 2009. Yeah, the imports are being hit the lowest. Imports going into Brazil. Into Brazil. Wow. Mexico is going, turning that way. It's double digits as well, cost of money. So that's a, that's a, that's a, that's an issue. Um, but mm -hmm. uh, the demand is not there. And as we were saying, prices are low, but people don't, still don't want to buy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
it's just it's just it's very frustrating sometimes but um but yeah i mean trying to to make it happen and, and try to keep trying just keep trying you know which on paper like cost of money in the states is also i mean it's not that high but it's higher but people are still spending money for whatever yes. reason so obviously it's being you know you see yeah. higher cost of money in other places like that and people just aren't spending money yeah yes correct well i mean you think about we've had a lot of these conversations mm -hmm. even in our friday meeting like the cost of money right now is is prime plus one or two percent you know one or two yeah basis points so like eight nine percent we work off a margin of two to seven percent ish yeah. you know like you know if we're lucky in distribution um so if you're paying eight or nine percent it's a wash <laughs> it's a yeah. wash it's i a mean wash. you know so and and one of the things we also talked about friday is we're, we're going to see a wave of bankruptcies here because people have um operated their companies cash free so they every time there's cash it's zapped out of the business given to the private equity owners the owners etc and they felt like they could forever be um you know at zero percent interest rates from their bank or one or two percent interest rates from their bank and now that's all changed you can never gamble on something that is free money or anything will last forever yep. so we've seen a wave of consolidation for you know my whole career in this business where Distributors are buying distributors at ridiculous multiples, uh, funding that by borrowing money, and then take the cash out of the businesses they buy and use bank money. You know, it's kind of a sketchy situation. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? This is just on the distribution side. We're not sure. even talking about the manufacturing side where you've got to have capital expenditure every year. You've got to upgrade. You've got to maintain. There's constantly money flowing into these plants when things slow down this dramatically. Yep. And the last point I want to make is the extreme heat we've seen. Um, it, it's, it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's a news thing where they're just trying to get us all hyped up. I get that. But in certain regions, there's always chemical plants in the south in certain regions, and those have been extremely hot. And we've seen some problems associated with that extreme heat yeah. in terms of cooling these uh, major plants, you know, these world-scale plants. So, yeah. um, so some of that has, and we're also dipping our toes into hurricane season here now so it's been a very quiet one but it is an el nino year which yep. is uh typically a very active one so we're expecting things to ramp up tremendously right now so based on higher energy costs based on uh hurricane season people have to be careful with their inventories you have to pay attention because yep. I, I see some prices rising we're at the bottom we're gonna go up yep yeah, obviously on the you know bankruptcy front, we saw the yellow LTL oh my bankruptcy, gosh, yeah. which is massive. I'm sure we'll talk about with the TLC folks, but that mm -hmm. was a you know large LTL carrier that really I think prided themselves on having some of the best best slash lowest prices, and obviously that caught up with them when interest rates are eight nine percent. Yeah, that was buy 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 <clears throat> buy. They bought you know they purchased to grow, and um, they did it at very high multiples, and and it and it, it caught them, you right. know, and ended up catching them. And now everybody has to suffer. Right. You know, it's not just LTL that's suffering. Full truckloads mm -hmm. over, you know, overall capacities are suffering right now because yellows just shut the doors. Yep. They're gone. Overnight. Overnight. Which was, I think it was like 15% of the LTL market or something like that. Like right. a big, big percentage. <laughs> big chunk, of it. yeah. yeah. Um, all right. Well, a lot, lot to digest there. Anything else that we're missing on uh, hot topics, news? We'll, we'll get to the, some of the FM stuff in a second, but. 
I don't think so. I, I think, think we kinda covered it pretty good. A lot going yeah. on. But as I was putting the notes together, like, it feels like one of the first times in a while that like there's like a whole bunch of things to talk about. There's a whole yes. bunch of things that are changing and going on. I, lo- and I love the, the price that it increases. It was a shocker. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Coming up like good, good amount, like seven cents, eight cents on many things. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like, uh, like surprise. Amines, yep. acetone, you acetone, know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. OX. Yeah, people's, yeah. people's price increase letters were no longer, you know, they had to upgrade their computer to go in and edit the, <laughs> yes. edit the price increase letters. <laughs> yeah. It's been so long. Um, well, not, uh, I would say as always, but as uh, as often, you know, we have our, our folks and friends at the logistics company on to uh, talk about freight and logistics. I think it's a interesting time happening now with maybe things pivoting a bit, prices getting more expensive, obviously the LTL delays. So we'll give it over to uh, TLC for a logistics update. Good morning, Jameson. How are we doing? Not too bad. How are you, Ben? Going the full more out today. Yeah. How's, uh, how's everything going? Oh, it's actually picked up a little bit yeah. in the last week or so, I think. You know, just based off of, we've had, you know, the ups and downs that I think everyone's feeling throughout yeah. the, the economy in the day and age. But Yeah. Well, things picking up is a good thing. Um, two of the big things I think we've been talking about on the TCC side, and I'll let you pick and choose which order we'd like to talk about them in. Obviously, the yellow YRC, you know, bankruptcy has uh, been a hot topic, especially with some of the smaller orders and LTL delays. And uh, we've also been talking a bunch about oil prices, gas prices, diesel prices, what that's going to potentially do to freight coming into the uh, fall and the winter months. So I'll let you pick and choose which we'd like to talk about first. But uh, I think two of the hot topics going on in freight for on our side these days, and I'm sure you're seeing much of the same. Yeah, for sure. I mean, those are definitely the two big, I'd say, leading items right now nice. in I, the freight world. I guess, um, I guess correctly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think we all see it, you know, on a daily basis, you know, in our personal lives even. Fuel has been going up at, I think the national average has been going up about 10 cents a week on diesel, roughly. So obviously it's a big jump. We're back to getting those big jumps that we saw, I think it was a year, two years ago, yeah. roughly. Um, but you know, obviously we've seen that spike up before. So with that, you know, your freight costs are going to at least incrementally come up every week or so until that oil price dips back down. But that's kind of just the wait and see on our end and do the best we can to relay those changes and mitigate anything there. And that obviously is just an impact of oil prices going up, which obviously is, has its own set of intricacies, whether it's a lack of supply with some of the uh, production cuts and or maybe demand for it increasing a little bit but you know until those oil prices start coming down it sounds like freight will kind of get a little more expensive as well yeah and I mean it kind of goes you know hand in hand with anything else that's going up you know chemicals anything else sure. that is climbing with that uh, the second one the YRC that is definitely a big topic what is um, what is YRC I should have looked this up first why, why is it yellow or YRC do you know what YRC stands for so YRC I I believe it's Yellow Roadway Corporation. Okay. Um, but that basically Yellow Roadway right away. There's a lot of companies that you know ended up getting folded into that over the years. Um, oh yeah, YRC Freight reflects the Yellow Transportation founded in 1924. YRC Freight is the largest subsidiary of Yellow with corporate headquarters in Kansas. So yeah, yeah. I guess two ways of saying the same thing. Yeah. Okay. Basically. Um, and, you know, that kind of goes into a lot of, you know, what it appears their problems were with the unions and different sure. subsidiary companies within that. Uh, so you had that also affected like USF Holland and I'm trying to think 
New Pen, I believe, as well. So a lot of different other companies that were folded into that. Um, but that's causing, you know, a big impact on the LTL world because you suddenly take away, I think it's 10-ish percent sure. of the capacity of the nation's LTL network. And that, you know, it sounds somewhat small when you say it like that, but then you think about it like, no, that's 10% well, of yeah. the freight that needs the new home. Yeah. So I guess 30 second summary, Yellow obviously was struggling for a little while. They got a big loan from the government. They had issues with the Teamsters and their unions and whatnot, which all led, you know, maybe some poor acquisitions or merging the acquisitions together, which obviously led to a sudden bankruptcy. It's yeah, kind of the I mean, key pitch. I, I think so. I'm certainly not an expert on the matter. Um, <laughs> yeah. We, to be honest, we really didn't use Yellow sure. or YRC all that much ourselves. It sure. just was not one of our preferred carriers. Um, so for us, it's directly not as much of an impact, um, but certainly indirectly with freight being shifted on to other carriers, and, you know, the, the XPOs, the T-Forces, right. those uh, SDs, those other companies. Yep. And, you know, just our customers as well reaching out for new solutions. Yep. And obviously, you know, I'm sure you can tell me how that shows a benefit of working with a company like TLC or 3PL rather than say going direct to Yellow Freight. You know, if Yellow Freight was your 3PL carrier or your LTL carrier, they go bankrupt, all of a sudden you're starting from zero versus, you know, 3PL, you have some security yeah, we, there. We're constantly looking at, you know, various options and we don't use any one carrier for that particular reason. You, sure. have, you have to balance it out similar to how, you know, folks in the chemical world usually don't have a sole supplier. They usually have at least a, you know, B supplier that picks up a little bit of the slack every now and then just to stay in the mix. It's kind of similar. Yeah. Yeah. It's good business. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, you know, we've seen a lot on the TCC side as well. It seems like it's been an interesting couple of weeks. There's a lot of things going on. People are certainly talking more. There's some excitement in the industry. It may not all be good stuff, but, you know, there's, there's things to talk about. There's things that are moving around and, and impacting, obviously, the chemical side and obviously the freight is a large piece of that with how you can move stuff around and prices and, and everything like that. So it's been interesting. Yeah, it's certainly been busy, as you said. I mean, certainly not everything's always positive, but we like to look at things as, you know, even if, you know, we're dealing with a claim or anything like that, that that's still, you know, it still shows that things are moving. It still shows that we're busy. Yeah. Um, you'd prefer not to. Right. Yeah. Such is life. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think we get to a point where, you know, for a long time, at least how we were getting pricing, you know, was the, the line haul plus fuel surcharge and obviously that varied. Do you think we get to a point where the fuel surcharges are that volatile again or is it just kind of a thing where it's things are just kind of trending a little more expensive but it's sort of a rateable increase? Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's definitely trending up. I don't foresee, I mean, so all carriers, it kind of depends on who you're working with as to whether or not they do that anyways. Yep. Um, and that really comes down to contracts and pricing and sure. all those fun things sure. but i mean i don't see, foresee tlc really pushing back towards that too aggressively it is as you said it's pretty rateable so yeah, i mean as long as things keep trending and we can kind of forecast how we think it's going to go right then yeah if something changes then we just revisit sure sure flexibility yeah any other big uh things worth mentioning in the freight world or are those the two things that are keeping you up at night i would say those are the two leading items Perfect. Well, as always, we uh, appreciate the insight. A lot of interesting things happening. A lot of stuff to keep our eyes on as we get into some of the cold weather months, and you know maybe see oil prices continue going up, and 
seeing the LTL world shake itself out with what's going to happen there. So should be an interesting uh, couple weeks and months here. It should be. Yeah. Well, as always, thanks for uh, coming on, Jamie. Good to see you, and uh, we'll see you in the next episode. Thanks, Ben. All right, moving on. Um, you know, kind of looking at more of a macro view of things. One of the things we've sort of alluded to and haven't really talked too much about specifically is kind of the supply and demand balance. Um, you know, we've seen we talked about a couple of price increase letters for the first time. We've seen some FM letters for the first time in a while, based on a variety of different things. Um, you know, Robbie mentioned the Dow FM earlier. Obviously, we saw acetone pricing moving up. We saw a recent FM from Indorama and MEG, MTB, and a couple of other products. So, actually, seeing some tightness in the market, which has kind of, I think, even that supply and demand balance that, you know, demand is still certainly slower, but when you also bring supply maybe down to some of those levels, you get, get a bit more balance versus the very much so, you know, demand or buyer's market we've seen for the last couple of months. It's been an interesting pivot, and I think the last two weeks especially we've seen, you know, seen some calls some inquiries on things that maybe we hadn't in a while, so it's been, it's been mm. an interesting couple of weeks. Yeah, the Amines have been a run uh, recently with uh, the Dow uh, explosion slash fire. Um, fortunately, nobody was killed in that, and yep. uh, everybody made it out all right. But uh, you know that's had uh, some downstream impact on on things like uh, mono and triethanolamine, um, and um, it's probably going to be six months. I was for six months minimum yep. to 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 repair to get back up and running, and and that's going to have a major impact. Uh, for I think last time there was a suit over this, you know, it got really ugly. But um, you know, and then the Indorama thing I heard was uh, oxygen supply, and it's a short, short-lived, you know, a couple weeks. Um, not a major, major impact. Um, but we've seen, you know, a full year of destocking across the board. Um, and so um, maybe that'll eventually have a turn and people will be back buying again. You know, hearing what Javi's saying and what we're seeing on a on an order basis is things picking up, you know, over, over June, July was still pretty slow, but August is definitely, you know, we're, we're pacing at a much, you know, we look at, we don't care about dollars because dollars decrease with the value of the product, but we look at the number of orders and how many bulk trucks are shipping and, and definitely August is better than July. So hopefully that continues. Yep, exactly. <laughs> Um, yeah, I think highlights, you know, just to sort of plug TCC a bit, I mean, a great opportunity to be working with, you know, supply partners, I think like us, obviously with like the MEA, for example, stuff gets tight. If you're relying on one source, obviously, you know, stuff like this happens and Javi hits all of his contacts and we, you know, we have multiple sources of things from all over the world. So, you know, obviously there was the issue with us produced material, but obviously we've been able to help folks with supply and, and fill that gap for the end of the year with, with material. So. Obviously, using those using those contacts. Yeah, my WhatsApp is has been. As I said last week, I was working. I yeah. don't know. <laughs> this week is starting good. This week is starting good. Nice. WhatsApp me. <laughs> um, and I know like the the early part of this year, I feel like the the biggest word we heard over and over and again was just destocking. Right. You know, obviously yeah, people yeah, you had. You don't hear that much. I was just to say, I feel like that's kind of come to an end. You know, it's, hopefully, hopefully people have run through the inventory they had produced. You know, people are still buying stuff but now people actually have to produce material to backfill that finished goods rather than just relying on the materials in the warehouse so people are still hesitant i think you know no one's bought no one's filling their brought their uh, finished goods supply for january of next year you know people are i think still hesitant about it but i think we've seen an uptick on that side yes well said <laughs> well it, you know what's interesting is that there was like that change for a while there to other products because things were so tight Tofa, for yeah. example, mm -hmm. you know, uh, looking at other products because 
now all of a sudden there's offers, yep. you know, it's available. Um, you know, so even the things that were in dire straits and, and globally consumed, uh, you know, TOFA was impacted by biodiesel and the consumption for biodiesel was yep. so heavy in, in Europe. Um, and a lot of these things, these, these, these government mandated changes have tremendous impact. You know, the, the biofuel thing, the electric energy thing, you know, all of this has tremendous impact upstream. So we've seen some of that, you know, sure. um, uh, change recently. And, um, and my friends over in, in Europe are saying things have to change dramatically there, you know, when it comes to their trajectory. And it seems like the same traje trajectory in Europe was what China sort of undertook as their trajectory, a green, you know, sustainable, all these different things were number one. And now they're not doing well, you know, so you got to kind of roll that. We can't rush these things, I guess, is the point, yeah. you know, and there's going to be new technologies that come out that maybe create electricity better um, or, you know, biofuels if they're going to crimp markets and, and eat into our food, then it's a problem. Right. So, um, and it's funny because when I did talk to Europe yesterday, they were talking a lot about that because that's a big push in Europe right now and, and they're seeing it not going well. Yeah, I mean their energy prices are still high, and it's summer. So if you you know they're starting to look at winter as well and see what the price are doing, I'm sure there's some there's some major concerns sure. there. Yeah, definitely. definitely. Um, one of the last kind of bullet points I had is kind of general stuff we've been talking about. I feel like we've been talking a bunch about just relationships this week. You know how, how important relationships are with suppliers, with customers, with your freight logistics folks to get information to be able to fill a gap in supply. Um, you know, I feel like we've Obviously, seen lots of companies go on the route of you know, putting things out to bid or reverse bid or hiring external companies to audit things and whatnot. And you know, relationships are one of those things that you can't monetize. You can't put on paper. You can't say this is the dollar value of it. Obviously, at the end of the day, you got to have a positive balance sheet and make money for a company so you get that part of it. Um, but I feel like stuff, you know, when stuff's slow like this, rather than going back to suppliers and just trying to squeeze every penny out of it, you know, you got to make changes that are appropriate to the market. You know understand what's happening and what we need to do to obviously keep orders going, but not just, you know, look at nothing but the dollars and cents piece of it. That's something we've talked about a bunch recently and it seems like it becomes less and less of a focus as you talk about private equity and all that good stuff. Right. Um, so it's been interesting just as stuff gets slow, everyone goes back and wants to squeeze stuff, goes back to like, you know, not traveling, not developing relationships like that. That's the opposite of what, you know, folks should be doing. Obviously it's easy to say, but when it comes down to actually outlaying the money to travel and build those relationships, it uh, becomes very easy to cut off when stuff slows down. I think uh, it happens both ways, you know, and I mean, I think on the on the buyer side, when they get abusive and they everything's an RFP, every order's an RFP and relationship is gutted, yep. I think it, people remember that and eventually they get burned because of what they did yep. uh, memory-wise. Uh, flip the coin, when you talk about suppliers, if they gouge, if they try and monopolize a market and raise prices, again, it's gonna the coin's gonna flip and it's gonna be you know. So I think it's gotten more in my career. It's gotten more abusive on the bottom and the top. Sure. You know, so when people are selling, I think they get a little bit more egregious. And I think when people are buying and it's and prices are low, it's it's gotten also um, quite egregious. But one of the things that I've been kind of thinking a lot about lately with relationships is how important the interhuman relationship is. It's interesting to me to see some of the young folks in our company come up there unbelievable with systems. 
they're, you know, they're killing it with computer system softwares. We are stepping forward, you know, in huge paces when it comes to technology, but they don't have the interpersonal skills. So we're like <laughs> yeah. teaching them how to make eye contact and shake hands and yeah. have a relationship because it was, it's all been here. Yeah. You know what I mean? So in the future where we were training towards systems, for me and all of us here, really, you know, I think the next generation is going to be training towards interpersonal skills yeah. and meeting yeah. face to face and having relationships outside of your Snapchat yeah. and your yeah. phone and things like that. So, yeah. um, kind of a weird thing, but it's, it's, it's happened. It's not happening. It's happened, you know, which I think we're lucky to have like the, the Joe diverses and the Ray Altenbergers of the world, like guys that, you know, cut their career on true sales professionals. Yeah. yeah. Interpersonal skills and, you know, the fact that like, like even myself, I've learned a lot from those guys traveling with them and whatnot, just because you learn those sorts of things. I'm sure you can attest to that too when you started yeah. out and are, yeah. you know. That's something Joe, that... maybe, not Ray, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, Ray. I've learned a lot from you. I'm kidding. Yeah, it's something, I don't know that AI can ever replace that interpersonal mm -hmm. piece, right? Like, I don't know yeah. if there's a way to like chat GPT, like how to become friends with somebody and <laughs> yeah. you know implement that in an effective way, you yeah. know? But I don't know. It's, it's kind of crazy that companies are trending away from sales calls and going more to like a, you know, a yeah. like, like a, um, a telemarketing type platform, you know, yeah. but it's, uh, it's happening and yeah. that seems to be, uh, you know, that seems to be the trend lately. And I think we're lucky that our business is this way. Like, you know, I'm going to get something from Amazon. I don't want to talk to somebody. I want my $3 and 48 cent napkins, you know, just delivered because I pushed a button. But you know, for us in our business, it's, it's all about relationships and talking to people and knowing what's happening. I think it's even more prevalent in, you know, Mexico and Latin America. Like, you know, I know from talking to you, like there's, you know, guys we do business with that we've known for three, four, five years, and it's taken that long to build a relationship before they even want to talk about doing work together because you <laughs> yeah. want to have that relationship and whatnot. Like on paper, you're almost like sacrificing, you know, business and orders and a new supply chain, but they're, they're okay with that. They, you know, they want that relationship there. I think it's interesting. Yeah, we, we were interviewing someone this week and uh, he was interviewing with a competitor and he says, uh, well, I want to, you know, get out and travel and I want to, not come to the office all the time. And they go, Oh no, 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 no. You, you got to come to the office every day, eight to five. And you got to be on the phones. We don't, we don't travel. We don't see people. We only do things here in Florida from the phone, you know, and what? Wild. <laughs> yeah. what? <laughs> you know, like you're not going anywhere. You're not seeing anyone. You're just hitting the phones or, or emailing, you yeah. know, and that's, that's wild because relationships are everything. You know, this is not napkins. This is hazardous, carcinogen, you know, based, you know, stuff that's dangerous yeah. to move, to sell, to handle every, everything, every I has to be dotted, T has to be crossed. Everything's got to be done properly. You better trust who you're dealing with. And everybody here has been in this industry for a long time, probably the lowest here, but you know, we've been here a long time. We're not going anywhere. Like that's, that's the value we bring to the market is that you don't gain trust overnight. You gain trust over time, and and so yeah, so it's it's wild, you know. The relationships is everything. Yeah, AJ was introduced as the old guy when I started seven years ago, so I don't know. Where, <laughs> I, don't know where, I don't know where that puts you now. Uh, <laughs> I don't know about that. He's still a young buck. Remember that when I I think it was when I started. Maybe it was someone else, but like Carrie's walking around. He's like, yeah, AJ's the AJ's the old yeah, guy. Yeah, Carrie, yep, <laughs> Carrie called him the old guy. I remember that. <laughs> oh man. Um, getting into some, some price stuff. I think we've talked about most of it, you know, oils trending back upwards, gas kind of trending back upwards. 
benzene has come down between July and August, but spot, you know, since yeah, the August up. contract is coming back up. Yep. So things really, you know, on the raw material side, moving moving upwards, I think that coupled with some supply disruptions, you know, is, seems like an equation for some price increases coming for the end of the year. So I think we'll kind of see what happens there. Yeah, a lot of people say propylene's also hit a bottom. So we'll see. Yeah, you know, Brent crude, you know, 86, you know, WTI 83. Yep. It's up there. Yep. Yeah, it's just a matter of seeing what, what some imports do. I mean, freight continue to trend upwards will certainly impact things. So it'll be, uh, I think it'll be an interesting August and September. Good time for some things like the EPCA that we're starting to uh, set meetings for. It's going to be robust discussions there. See what's happening over in Europe and how things can continue. Going up pretty good, I think, too. Yeah, I was going to say, but for most of Europe being on vacation, too, I'm surprised <laughs> with, yeah. with how the schedule, like people want to make meetings, they want to make sure that their schedules are full. I know that we've got a, you know, solid start to, you know, yep. and I'm sure the next couple of weeks will really start to, you know, solidify that, too. Yep. What about that? Like, what if like, like China, Europe? When you go on vacation, everybody's on vacation. Yeah. You know, like that's a that's like a nightmare to me. You know, like <laughs> True. I don't want to like go on vacation and not be able to get a reservation, not be able to get on the beach, not right. be able to get a chair. I want to go when like nobody's around. You yeah, know, right. like I want to schedule my vacation. But like in China, the holidays are the holidays. You know, yeah. everybody's Everyone's running off. to the train yeah. and going home. You know, and it's like just massive amounts of people moving. So I don't know. I think they have they're onto something. But it's a good point. You know, I, I didn't even think about it that way. But like on the one hand, you know, stuff's going to be slow. You're not missing a whole lot of work because you're on vacation because everyone's on vacation. But you're right. Like when everyone's on vacation, like that sounds awful. Travel's going to be way more expensive. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. It's Crowded. just like school vacation, right? Exactly. You know, like yeah. you, have, you have February break, April break, Christmas break, and no one wants to go away right. because no. it's so expensive. It's like, but it's like if you could only go to Cape Cod on the 4th of July weekend. Yeah. Right. <laughs> My nightmare. <laughs> yeah. I'll stay home. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Route 6 on 4th of July. Eh, no. Yeah. no, no, no. Absolutely not. Uh, Disney during February break. Exactly. Oh <laughs> no! <laughs> or any any break, a holiday, like any, any school vacation. Uh, no, just pick, it's pick. empty now because it's a woke company, so it's empty down there now. You go now. Now is the time to go yeah. if you want to go to Disney. Yeah, some just... good deals and kissing me on real estate right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, just picture that, but for a whole continent. Like it's it's, yeah. it's crazy, crazy yeah. to think about. Um, well, I think that kind of wraps things up. That thing, you know, a lot, lot going on, a lot of uh, a lot of good things, a lot of bad things, a lot of things changing pricing, a lot, lot to keep your keep your eye, keep your head wrapped around. Um, you know, a lot of supply chain, some benefits, some concerns. You know, a lot, lot going on. It seems like. Yeah, just keep heating the phones, keep emailing, traveling, do the whole thing, working, keep, keep back working. Back to the basics. Back to the basics. Keep doing your job. Keep doing your job. That's a good idea. That's I a should, good start. I should, yeah. I should, I should think about that one. Put that on the to-do list. <laughs> How's the to-do list looking? Right? No, I was, I was telling these guys that I, I like when when I'm in, I'm in the office and the to-do list grows. I like it. I like it very much. Um, and it's 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 getting getting it up getting there. there. Getting yeah. there. Yes. You got some real stuff on there. It's uh... <laughs> yeah. No, yes. not all personal. <laughs> No, no, no. It's 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 going. It's going. I have, have, have follow ups to do and things like that. So I'm happy. Beautiful. Fantastic. AJP, any any final wise words? No. Nope. Good. Yeah, I think we summed it up pretty well. <laughs> Coco. Oh, just yeah. I think there's everything was basically said. <laughs> just send the orders. Yeah. Right. Hit the yeah, phone. Send the orders. There we go. 
You agree with that? We, we will accept all orders. Yeah. <laughs> Send them in. Send them in. Beautiful. Well, as always, we uh, appreciate you for listening. Appreciate you streaming, whether you're on the audio version or you're, you're watching the five of us here in our, our podcast studio. Um, thank you, four of you guys, for uh, taking some time this morning. Always a lot of fun. Uh, appreciate you for listening and catch you on the next one. All right. Thanks. Awesome. Thank you, Benny. The material contained on this podcast is provided by the chemical company solely for informational purposes. The information is not guaranteed to be correct, complete, or up to date. The information in the podcast is intended solely as a general education aid. TCC is providing this podcast as a public service, but it is neither a legal interpretation nor a statement of TCC policy. Reference to any specific product or entity does not constitute an endorsement or recommendation by TCC. The views expressed by guests are their own, and their appearance on the program does not imply an endorsement of them or any entity they represent. Views and opinions expressed by TCC employees are those of the employees and do not necessarily reflect the view of TCC or any of its officials. All statements, comments, and opinions presented are made in the context of robust dialogue and freedom of expression. TCC assumes no responsibility for any consequence relating directly or indirectly to any action or inaction taken based on the information in this podcast. While TCC strives to keep the information in the podcast accurate, complete, and up-to-date, we cannot guarantee and will not be responsible for any damage or loss related to the accuracy, completeness, or timeliness of the information. TCC assumes no liability for any errors or omissions in the content of this podcast. The information contained on the podcast is provided entirely on an as-is basis with no guarantees of completeness, accuracy, usefulness, or timeliness.